welcome guys to the Astro podcast. Um, this is a little podcast where me and a bunch of my friends are here to talk about things that we enjoy and just a way for us to hang out and discuss things that we like to discuss um, to you guys. Um, yeah, so finally, we're in our first official episode. So this is a lot different from the one last week that we just uploaded. Um, today, we are introducing movies of 2019 that we're all looking forward to and a game of would you rather just to get to know each other a little more and so without ado when you we introduce ourselves the asher crew family so hey what up guys it's maddie and welcome to the fam it's jake welcome to the podcast everybody what's up everybody it's kendall hope you're having a fantastic day and it's christian and as always my name is david and let's get right into this and start talking about all right so our first segment of tonight is movies we are looking forward to in 2019. so on our notes on this side we have a list of a bunch of movies that have reported to come out in 2019 and i split them up into a couple categories so we're going to talk about it in that order so the first i got is like disney movies so i excluded marvel because we're going to talk about that a little bit later um, yeah, so are you guys excited about any of these like live action remakes? Lion King, Aladdin, and Dumbo? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Maybe Lion King, but that's about it. Hey, okay. I am here to be the opposite voice from you naysayers, okay? Look, I love look. the classics. They're ruining them. Okay, look, I love music and old Disney more than anyone, but. We, I, Beauty and the Beast turned out pretty good, except for all the auto-tune. It was pretty faithful. I didn't like any of the original songs, but in general, it was a lot of fun to see them take more steps to faithfully recreate the older movies almost frame by frame, even if they jazz stuff up a bit. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's what they're going to do for these ones. For Aladdin, um, not sure about Dumbo. Um, but specifically for Aladdin, I hope that they um, are taking more steps to being almost exactly faithful because we know it's already good in the animated form. We just want to see it, you know, new and revamped and stuff. See, I can understand Aladdin being pretty good or should be pretty good because of the Cinderella movie and uh, Beauty and the Beast. But Lion King and Dumbo, I'm sorry, they're animals. There's going to be ah, so much junk created they're not real sorry i'm a little um, passionate about this i mean for me it's more like um like with aladdin it's like robin williams is not the genie obviously and i didn't is, think about that what is the genie something. without robin williams like i don't like that was what made that movie well, here's the thing: is if they do it all the same, they can just reuse the the same lines from Genie, and therefore Robin Williams will be reborn into this new. What about the actual character, though? What are they going to do for him? Just lip sync it all? I mean, they originally lip synced the animation to the vocals, so I don't think it'll be that hard. But that's an animation versus a real person. People are messy. You think Genie's going to be a real person? Yeah, yeah it is. Good. It's Will Smith. Wait, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah, this is why. Aladdin's going to be junk. I'm sorry. No, it is. And a story. No, it is. Totally is. Will Smith as Genie? Who made that decision? They need to get fired. No, like it should like a CGI'd 
blue cloud genie with Robin Williams lines. Yeah, that's all they could have done. Why do they have to recast him? Because Robin Williams is dead. It's reported that he's actually a CGI genie for most of the movie, and he turns human into Will Smith every so often, but he's mostly the genie throughout the movie. But if that's the way that they insert genie into the rest of the movie, first of all, that implies that they're going to be changing up the script, which is not promising. And so I definitely rescind all of my opinion on Aladdin. Guys. I was so mad when they added the extra scenes for the Lion King, like the animation version. Now that they're going to bring like the CGI uh, Lion King into play, I'm not even excited about it. I know it's, it's still weird, but I mean, I guess that's the only way they could really change it up because I'm not too excited about the CGI part, but I'm excited for just Lion King in general. Seth Rogen is going to be Pumbaa? What the yes, heck is that's this? Why yes, that's why I was looking it up. I was like, the, the voice alone of Pumbaa is Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay, wait, I, I might be a little Wait a second. Beyonce okay, is Nala? <laughs> okay, so What the heck is this? I mean, who doesn't want Beyonce to be Nala? Okay, here's the thing. Originally, I was all for The Lion King because it was supposed to be an all-black cast. And I was all for that. But then they started adding like random characters. I'm like, okay, this is just a reboot. This is not like being cultured. It's just, let's redo this and be on the trend of turning everything into live action film again. Well, here's the thing. Sarabi was the mom in the original. It, he, she was married to Mufasa. I don't know who, Kam wait, Kamari is... Kamari was the in the original. That, that name sounds familiar to me. I don't know who Azizi is or Shenzi. See, they're adding people too. They're messing up the whole story. I mean, it looks like those those are the only two I don't recognize. I feel like Kamari is recognizable to me. I can't remember. Are they is the, it hyenas? the hyenas? Oh, it's the yeah. It's got to be the hyenas. Shen. Yes, that's the hyenas. So they're not adding anyone. All right. All right. All right. Well, okay. What about Dumbo? Dumbo, I don't know how, like, I was scared about Dumbo just because it was Tim Burton. Like, nothing against Tim Burton, but his movies have a very different tone, plus the mouse isn't in it. They replaced the mouse with two kids. No, you can't do that. The, cat and the mouse was what made, like, the whole movie funny. I honestly don't see how they could remake Dumbo. Like, I heard that, and I was like, of all of the ones to remake, you're going with Dumbo? Exactly. Dumbo. I was like, I, I understand that that's some, and, and for me personally, I, I, you know, I understand that that might be like a treasured memory, but like Dumbo was that weird, like pre Disney movie sort of thing. Like, you know, like before, like the peak of Disney, like Pocahontas and like the, the, like the princesses and stuff. Oh, like and, but, but, but like the, Dumbo was like the early, like weird turn of Disney where I was like, what am I watching when I was a kid? I was just super confused. And also it kind of fit with Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland and Dumbo were like the two D Disney VHSs that I would never pick first. Also Pinocchio, sorry. Also Pinocchio. Do you remember a sword in the stone? Yes, I do. That was a weird movie. No, no, no. Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron was the weird one. That movie like ruined Disney animation, <laughs> like straight up the guys who uh, created that. They also created uh, Treasure Planet and that was basically the end of the Disney animation studios.
That's why they haven't made those animated movies ever again. That, that's why I moved from the hand-drawn to the CGI. Well, Princess and the Frog was the last one to like actually try, and it didn't do well. Yes. Yes. Well, here's the thing, guys. So there was like a period during the, the time where especially like the Treasure Planet movie was made, um, Atlantis was made, like the weird Disney movie phase that everybody loved, but kind of everyone was afraid to say it, which was kind of weird. Um, during that phase, they were making the transition from 2D to 3D animation. So they were shutting it down. So they kind of just left like the Florida studio to do whatever they wanted. And so they made Atlantis and Treasure Planet, which were freaking amazing movies. And then they, after they closed down the 2D studio, a lot of those people actually went to DreamWorks. All right, but like I don't know if you guys saw Atlantis two. Oh, that was weird. No, was so we're not going to mention Atlantis. Mention Atlantis is blasphemy to the first one, which was a fan freaking phenomenal movie. All right, so I also have listed Toy Story four. How do you feel about a fourth to this trilogy? So darn excited. They, they need to stop. They need to stop. It, it needed to end it at three. Well, see, here's the thing. I I feel like this is going to be less of like an entrance into like okay look i was just really excited to see them back again i'm not even gonna lie it was like resurgence of all my childhood even after you know like toy story 3 was just the perfect ending but this feels more like not like they're gonna restart something but more that they're just kind of remembering it to me does that make sense i think i'll be fine if this is legit the last yeah only if it's the last one i'll be fine like if they try to reboot the whole series with the 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 little girl. I've got the name of the little girl. I'm I'm gonna be completely done. The cast is so good though. Like it was such a quality movie. I don't want them to reboot it because like it, the CG's a little stiff, but it still holds up really, really well to this day and the story is amazing. Um and it's just iconic. So they don't need to remake it. But as long as this one's the fourth one, I think I'm with you, Christian, is that I'm going to appreciate this this other installment and i'm gonna be really happy to see it with all the shiny shiny cg that even you know the third movie was beautiful but this one's gonna be look gorgeous it may be beautiful but come on we need closure us college kids grew up with it and andy went to college it's done yeah i agree with that it's it was pretty much done after three i don't know where they're gonna go with it unless they want to make another trilogy which if they do i will be a little bit frustrated with because at that point then it's just getting to be a cash grab franchise all the movies that have come out that are sequels to older movies they they really have been like either average or just like kind of bad but yeah i guess we will just have to wait and see speaking of non-average let's go to marvel marvel i am so excited so excited and so so terribly filled with dread Oh, wonderful. This is going to be a great year. Guys, I'm excited about the Spider-Man movie. I am a Spider-Man fan, and I'm excited. Okay, but here's the thing. We have to go through a lot of pain before we get there first, and I'm not excited about that. So let's let, let's back up. Okay, so Captain Marvel comes first. How are you all feeling about that? I'm going to be honest that when I first saw the trailers, I was kind of like, meh. But then when I kind of saw that it, where they were going with the Kree invasion, I really enjoyed that. I didn't read many comics as a kid, but I did catch a few of the Kree invasion kind of issues, and I really enjoyed those. So, 
Like I was just waiting for the Secret Wars to come up with all the scrolls and everything. So if that like carries over, the fact that like one of them might be a scroll, like the original Avengers, I, I still got my mind set that it's War Machine, but you know it could be anybody. You're the original conspiracy theorist. Is this because the actor changed? It, it could be a key to it, but I mean he's like been there from the beginning. It's just. He hasn't been really like anybody who has a superpower, so the scroll could mimic him. The fact that he gets close to one of the most powerful like war people, he's high in the military. He understands how humans fight, which would be a perfect place for a scroll to go. I think I agree with that, and also the, like I mean, it'd be a good way to kind of shoehorn and be like, "Oh, this is why we changed the actor." Yeah, shoehorn like that eight-year debacle. <laughs> I mean, like a little Marvel side. doesn't want to talk about it either, so I like let's say a little side shoot about shoehorning a long debacle. Let's talk, I mean like think about it. They did that with uh what was it? Not Rebels, um a Star Wars movie where they were like, This is why they blew up the Death Star so easily. Rogue One? That that's it. Rogue One. Like Rogue how one many was years? Awesome. <laughs> How many years did it take them to fill in that little pothole? I mean, it Star Wars in the epitome is just it's a dumb action like fantasy movie that everybody can enjoy. I mean, we kind of looked over it for a while until Rogue One was like, oh, okay, so it's actually intelligent. All right, so we got to keep moving. Um, end game, the end of an era. I'm in, I'm incredibly excited, but I'm also really really sad because the original six shall be leaving us and it's really sad because this is what i grew up with man like i remember sitting in that theater 2012 like it was yesterday seeing that pan around shot when they're all on that battlefield you know the one that was used in every single trailer and like it's just it's full of so much emotion and nostalgia for me i definitely feel that but at the same time i'm super excited to see where they go on from just the original six to see where they go on from the foundation that they've made with the first, you know, few movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, just to see where they go. I'm excited for the future. I mean, I'm excited mostly just because the fact that the Fox deal is going to go through right before Endgame comes out, which means we're going to get an expanded roster of heroes and villains. Hopefully, maybe the Fantastic Four. We'll see. Really? I did not know that was even possible. I'll talk about it in, in the Spider-Man one, but yes, I want Fantastic Four in there. I feel like we're going to have a bit of continuity error, Mr. Evans. Oh, I, well, I mean, they Marvel might just reboot the Fantastic Four altogether. Yeah, I would want like a reboot, but maybe like just like a little Easter egg in there. But like, I think I met you before or something like that. But Chris Evans, like, yeah, if he survives. That if would be amazing. That would be amazing. Also, you know, it could just be like result of, sorry, it could just be result of the snap, um, depending on, you know, where this goes plot wise. But I think it'd be really cool if they could reboot the Fantastic Four. I think, as you said, um, in a conversation um, off the mic, you said something about how, you know, Stark Tower isn't there anymore and that could potentially become the, what's the, the Baxter building? 
Yeah, yeah the Baxter building. So I think that would be I mean, super cool. The other one it might be is Green Goblin shoehorning into Spider-Man. Spider-Man! I'm really excited what they can do with Spider-Man because we've got a really, really young Peter Parker um, in a way that really feels young and it feels like he has a lot of time to grow. Um, so I think as long as Marvel doesn't hit too fast on the escalation, then we can get a lot out of him. And, you know, not like he's just this person to keep drawing movies out of, but because we enjoy him and we enjoy the character. I would agree with that. He's a really good Spider-Man. Um, but I, d I did hear a rumor that he would be basically the new, like Robert Downey Jr., where like basically Iron Man is in so many of the Marvel movies in the beginning of the years of mm -hmm. that franchise. So I heard that maybe that might be what they're going to do with Spider-Man, where maybe he's going to be the head of the new Avengers. We'll see. I'm okay with that. They can just be like a hodgepodge version of Spider-Man and Iron Man. Totally okay. I mean, there's also the fact that uh, Miles is canon, I believe, in this universe. Yeah, with, um, oh, what's his uncle's name? That was, yeah. The guy who's on the street. Yeah, he played by Donald Glover. What I forget the name of the character. Yeah. I forget the name of the character. Yeah. But Donald Glover plays his uncle and he references like, I have a nephew in this city. I want to keep him safe. So yeah, Miles is in the universe and I'm excited to see him there, especially since um, Into the Spider-Verse like fixed him basically. I'm sorry, fixed him? Uh, basically, like he was boring in the comics. Like he really just felt like the empty shell of what Spider-Man was as Peter Parker. So now like he's his own individual self now. That he, I feel like he has his own identity, and if they can continue that into the MCU, making him his own character and not just like, oh, I'm Spider-Man 2.0. So I got these other movies that are listed, and I'm going to go rapid fire. You say yay or nay quickly, why or why not? You might want to see it or not. Um, yeah, we'll just get quickly go through this. Cool. Okay, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu. Guys, I'm so freaking psyched. Yay. Oh, yay. 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 I, I'm torn. Honestly, I think this is the best case scenario for like a Pokemon movie because like the anime like took it so long to get to the, like the Elite Four and everything that Detective Pikachu is like this own short story. And if it works, I mean, I think you're right in that sense where it's a good, I guess you could call it a door opener. Uh, yes. Basically how Iron Man kind of just kicked its foot in the door and was like, let's bring superheroes onto the scene. So is this the start of the PCU, the Pokemon Cinematic Universe? <laughs> I hope. I hope. I would be okay with this. You know, as long as they don't take themselves too seriously, that's all we need. We need it to be totally self-aware. We need it to be a fun romp, rom-com adventure. So not rom-com, but like comedy. Um, oh. Like... What kind of rom-com are we talking about? <laughs> Pikachu are, and what? Like Venom, the, the best romantic comedy rom ever. Okay, y'all, stop, stop. I meant, okay, there, there does look like there might be some budding friendship slash possible relationship between the two co-stars. Uh, and not Ryan Reynolds, but the, the girl who we've seen in trailers and the main character whose name I'm forgetting. Um, but you know, I just, I, I think it's going to be a fun comedy. I think people don't, I think as long as it takes itself too seriously, we need to not take it too seriously. And I hope critics see that.
Oh, for sure. It's going to be hilarious. If you've ever played the game, Detective Pikachu, it is a game. Uh, it is some of the most hilarious dialogue ever. It's just hilariously stupid. And you're like, wait, why is this a thing? Because it's funny. That's why. Okay, I'm going to go to another movie. Frozen 2. Big May. I am so mad. I'm so tired of that movie already. I, I already know what's going to happen. It's just going to have a bunch of music that's overplayed, and I'm already annoyed with it. Okay, wait, wait. I I think I might be behind the ball on you guys, with you guys on this one. Have they just announced it, or have they like released a trailer? If so, I haven't seen a trailer. Rumors for the story, but, you know, it's rumors. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We all knew this was going to happen. Since Frozen 1 came out, we knew that we were going to get a sequel. And honestly, it shocked yeah. me that it, it was waiting so long. It's a cash grab and you're dealing with Disney. It's also the fact that we don't have uh, straight to VHS anymore. Like, I mean, let's be honest. There was some weird straight to VHS movies that you're like, that, was a sh- that plot was just slapped together. Basically, the straight to VHS, if you guys are too young to understand, it's basically meme central. It's basically where you can just draw. Oh no, I know what straight to VHS is. Of course I, I have... know what that is. You'd be but surprised. there's some people that don't know. There's some people who don't know what a VHS is, so. That's disappointing. I still have a VHS player in my house so I can play my old Disney movies and Space Jam on VHS. All right, Jake, what's your movie? I think my movie would probably be How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I actually... (laughs) Sorry. Pick another one. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for this. I haven't really heard much about it, but I'm actually kind of excited for the series because I loved the original movie growing up. I was like, holy cow, dragons, animation, funny story, heck yes. And I kind of didn't follow the series for a while. I heard that the second one was pretty dang good, but I've watched snippets of it. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I do want to, but I do want to see this one. Cause I'm after, of course, seeing the second one, but, uh, I'm excited to, you know, get back into this franchise that, you know, was probably one of my favorites growing up for sure. Okay, guys, this movie is so near and dear to my heart. This was the first animated movie that I fell utterly in love with started really looking at what animation was and got super interested in it. It's what led me to realize that I wanted to work with some form of animation, which led me into my current, you know, um, passion with video games and passion for writing. It made me realize that I wanted to write stories like this um, and to work with something that was so visceral. Um, So I am so excited to see the end of this and how they bring it to a close. Um, this was just an amazing series, and I think they're going to cap it off really, really well. The movie is John Wick 3, specifically Chapter 3, if you want to get technical. So is it a yay or an A for you? It's definitely a, a yay to go see that movie and own it. It's definitely one of the, mo- uh, the movie that I've bought the first and the second one. As soon as it came out on DVD, I actually pre-ordered the second one. Um, I enjoyed, I just loved it so much. Uh, the core, like the the fight scenes and everything, just flow so well. Um, it's just 
amazing. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the third chapter. So mine, I, I have to say Dark Phoenix. I'm really excited for it, but it's kind of like she's shaking it. Kendall's shaking her head right now. <laughs> it's just, okay, so X3 failed at it, okay? It's the same director as X3, but he's like he's acknowledging that he messed up on the Dark Phoenix. So, like, I like the 80s, like, the reboot of the X-Men. Hold on, what is this? Because I haven't heard of this. Yeah, so Jean Grey, one of the X-Men, starts getting this power called the Phoenix Force in her. And Xavier, the dude that's bald, basically in a wheelchair, he kind of suppresses her power until one time he lets her loose and this power starts escaping. And she goes on this, like, rampage. And she goes to Magneto, who's in a refugee camp, and just trying to figure out what her powers mean to her. And she goes uncontrollable, and Xavier blames himself the entire movie. So it's it's a really good X-Men series comic book, and I think they're going to do it well this time. I know it's an X-Men movie. It's kind of eh, but I'm... I, I think this is going to be one of the... Look, I love this actress. I, I think she's great, but... The way that the X-Men movies have done Jean Grey is just terrible. And I, I just, I don't see it going well because this is a story of Jean Grey struggling with her powers and it should have been something that's been built up for a long time. And it feels like they're just throwing it out there for another X-Men movie, even after they were like, yeah, it's okay. That's it. We're done. You know? Yeah, I can agree. They did a little bit in Apocalypse of just kind of setting her up who she is. Um, Days of Future Past, they kind of introduced her, but didn't really do anything with her. But it's been slowly built up, but then they're going to do this whole arc in one movie. So it seems like this is like a side story to the regular X-Men movie. Well, we'll just have to see. I'm, 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 I have the opinion of Nay. I just want to talk really quick about Alita Battle Angel. Because Alita ba Battle Angel looks like it's going to be super, super interesting. Okay, so basically, Alita Battle Angel, um, does anybody know what it's based on? Um, it's like an older thing, right? Like from the 90s? It's like a 90s anime movie. Yeah. Well, well, the, the idea has been explored quite a bit across a lot of Japanese animation. Um, we've got a lot of similar stories in the sci-fi realm. Specifically, I'm thinking of Ghost in the Shell sort of deal. But um, to explain to you, Maddie... Uh, Alita Battle Angel looks like it's going to be about this. It looks like it's going to be about a lot, which, you know, uh, complicated plots and worlds are always going to be fascinating. But it looks like basically there's going to be two kind of areas on this world where one's humans and then one's machines. And like the, like the machines are live like sort of up above, right? And so she kind of falls down this, this machine and this scientist or mechanic like rescues her, builds her back up, and she's living with humans. And, and there, she's a totally CGI character. I think they have someone doing mocap, but she's a total CGI character and she's acting. I think I know what you're talking about. She's got big eyes? Yes. Hey guys, yeah. Um, and so it looks really gorgeous. I think they're using the uncanny valley to their advantage. I kept thinking perspective, and I was like, that's not right. But I think they're using the uncanny valley to their advantage because she looks just awkward enough for us to be like, wait, is she human and is she not? And that's the whole premise of 
the movie where she is trying to figure out who she is, where she belongs, and then obviously that takes sort of an action-y turn, and it looks really, really fun, and I'm super excited about it. I mean, I, I'm really excited. Um, it kind of reminds me of Astro Boy. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Oh, I remember Astro Boy. They did... It was originally a 1999 thing, and then Netflix remade it. Or it wasn't Netflix. It was... DreamWorks? I think it was DreamWorks, but they made a movie. Yeah, it had um, Nicolas Cage as the father. But yeah, it looks really gorgeous. It looks like a lot of energy was put into it. And and honestly, even more so than energy and effort, I, I see a lot of soul and a lot of character in this movie, which is something that we don't get a lot. Even if it's a little bit of a rehash of former ideas, it really looks like there's something new and a lot of different passion and energy is being put into this project. And that is something that's super exciting because we don't get that a lot just in Hollywood, in the movie industry. All right. So um, we spent a lot of time on movies, but yeah. So we're going to move into our next segment. Usually we have three, but this time we have two. So our game tonight is what, Christian? It is Would You Rather. Can you explain this to the listeners who might not know who what this game is? For those of you who have not actually heard of this game, it is where there are two choices. Usually they're very like similar in... I guess, moral dilemmas or whatever you want to call it. And we have to choose between the two. For example, I have the game pulled up right here on the website. And it's one of the questions is, do you want to own a snake or a pet turtle? Pet turtles before, they're awesome. Wait, so it's a snake or a turtle? I love snakes. I think they're so cute. But turtles are so much easier to take care of. So I'd have to go with the turtle. Maddie, I just really enjoy the image of you dropping dead mice into the um, snake pen. And I feel like you would not enjoy that. I'm torn. Because I, on one hand, I love snakes. They're so cool. I just really love them, even though I'm a little terrified of them because I know they could easily kill me. Wait, how big of a snake are we talking about? I think that's a the well, best any snake. Well, any snake. It's just a snake. Yeah. So that's the thing. It could be like a little garden snake if I wanted to. But at the same time, I've always wanted a pet turtle. I've always wanted a, uh, what is it called? A painted turtle or something like that, whatever it's called. Yeah, it has like a red stripe on the back. Whoa. Don't everybody start talking at once now. Um, yeah, one of those turtles. Because, I don't know, as a kid, I was like, that would be a cool pet. And I, you know, never got one. So, because I was like, eh, do I really want a turtle? Because um, they live a long time. And that's the thing is, do I want a pet for literally for my life? Because turtles could outlive me at this point. Or do I want a pet that would, you know, die pretty soon? I'm going to say turtle just because I would have a pet for a longer period of time and they're easier to take care of. But I still love snakes. So if you guys couldn't tell, um, this game is more to just cause a discussion so that you can learn more about us. And eventually we will open it up to you guys on our Instagram so that we can learn more about you guys. So on the website, it also gives you stats of what people chose. Are we guys going with the turtle? Okay. Turtle it is. Turtle. Turtle. 
All right, so 69% of people have chose a pet turtle. All right, so next question. Would you rather always be late or always be prepared? I'm already late all the time, so there's nothing for me to lose. I'd rather be prepared. Same here. I mean, as an Eagle Scout, I'm always prepared. That's my duty. So I have to. Wizard is never late. He always arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> Are you implying that our dear friend Jake is a wizard? I mean, Boy Scouts learn all sorts of tricks. Who's to say <laughs> that one of those isn't magic? I'm not at liberty to disclose this information. So I, I, I say we're going to always be late, yeah? Yeah, wow. I'm so with that. Holy sweet Moses. 82% of people agreed with us. They would rather be late than unprepared. That is because people are smart. Like, imagine, would you rather turn up on time to, like, I don't know, a gunfight and then just be, like, unprepared and not have a gun? Or would you be late and then, you know, be able to protect yourself? I don't know. That was a terrible situation. I was thinking of class, not a gunfight. But, sure. yeah. <laughs> be late to the gunfight, yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault that I was thinking of life or death situations, okay? I think of what is immediate. I don't know. Well done. All right, ready for the next question? Let's go. Sure. Would you rather sit on a cold toilet seat or a warm toilet seat? Cold. 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 It is disgusting to think of sitting on a warm toilet seat. That means that they stayed there for a while. It's not okay, their so fault, but I would not prefer to think about it. So apparently only 52% of people agreed with this. Uh, okay, why, but sure. Okay, maybe it was a misunderstanding for them. Like, oh, it's just cold in the bathroom. Or, oh, it's a really warm bathroom. I don't know. They're crazy, though. If it's a warm bathroom, then it won't be warm to me, so it won't matter. What if you get heated toilet seats? That exists. So I could handle that, just not a random bathroom seat lukewarm lukewarm i think we can all agree is something that we do not want all right so that was a little taste of would you rather we're going to uh start posting some of the would you rather questions to instagram so that y'all can just answer those and we will make this more of a regular segment uh maybe every couple episodes and we will post the questions on instagram and instead of comparing the statistics with the world, we will compare with you guys. Our handle is Astro Crew Podcast, so be sure to follow and stay tuned on that too. All right, so we're going to start wrapping this podcast up. Bye, guys. It was Maddie. It was nice to chat with you guys. All right, thank you guys for listening. It's Jake. See you next time. And this is Kendall wishing you all a happy night. And this is Christian. Signing off. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I'm Ben David. Thank you guys. Keep on laughing, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.